You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. You know, when Tammy passed, I found uh, my new wife and uh, I just feel that I'm so tied to Tammy that I can't Pauline my whole heart, my body, my whole soul, because it's still over here. I always am thinking, Tammy, Tammy, Tammy. Yeah, I just, I can't get past her. That's the thing. What you're about to hear is an unscripted session with a psychic medium. Fleur had no contact with the participants prior to this meeting. They were screened by me, Elizabeth, one of the producers of the podcast, in order to preserve the integrity of the psychic reading. Absolutely no information was given to Fleur before their psychic session. This is Moving Beyond the Podcast. Fleur, and I'm a teacher, the author of the book Moving Beyond, and I work as a psychic medium. I have done over 15,000 readings for people all over the world. I connect them to their loved ones on the other side. This podcast lets you be a fly on the wall in my office to listen in and to experience what a psychic medium session is for yourself. People see me for a variety of reasons. Some come looking for closure, others are looking for life direction, and other people come because they're not so sure about this whole thing, but they're pretty curious. Here you will find stories of tremendous loss, but also incredible love and healing. After each session, I have the joy of sitting down with my client again to discuss their experience and answer any of their questions around spiritual connection. I hope that some of the information that arises can help you too, no matter where you are in your journey through loss, growth, or curiosity about the things we can't always see. Hi, my name's Greg, and I'm from Lancaster, and I'm looking to connect with my dearly departed wife, Tammy, because I've just been having a mental block with affection with my new wife, Pauline. Thank you. I'm 
getting ready for my time with Greg this morning, and I'm feeling really excited. It sometimes happens that a little before I start a reading, I'll get a lot of people that show up in the room. Like I know it's going to be busy, and that is what I'm feeling today. So while I haven't started or initiated any connection with anyone, it just feels like we're going to have a really dynamic and big crowd, so to speak, on the other side. So curious to see what this session brings. Hey. Hi. Mean to you. It is nice to meet you. Is it Gregory or Greg? Well, I go by Greg, but it is Gregory. Gregory. Okay. Well, I'll call you Greg if that's all right. Yeah. All right. It is nice to meet you. Thank you so much for being a part of this. I'm actually really excited to connect with you. I got a real buzzy feeling before we started this call. So I feel like there's a couple people really wanting to connect. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I'm excited. We will just dive in. I always like to just walk you through my process. That way we are on the same page. Okay. Okay. Um, The way I work is I'm looking at the spirit world from the vantage point of energy. As I look around me and feel around me, I'll start to notice different energy patterns. And I find that those energy patterns are connected to soul, spirit, life force, consciousness, Uh, somebody on the other side, somebody you know. Um, And I set the intention that the people that come forward are people that you know and people who need to connect. Understand. Thank you. So let's get going here. Um, I'm just going to take a moment to get quiet. So I have a a woman standing in here on my right hand side. She comes in first and foremost. She presses up against me on my right. Um, And I would say that she passes of an overdose and complications involving an overdose. You would see that this woman would be your wife. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Um, And as she comes in, I get a sparkle in her eye and the loudest laugh. She comes in with like such brightness and wants to acknowledge that brightness for me because I feel since her passing that you've really focused and thought a lot about um, addiction around her and, and overdose, but she, I think, is also very much the happiest times in your life and the person that can definitely have the most fun. Do you see this? Yes. I think it's really important for me to just establish that she is no longer struggling with addiction. I don't see that in her energy currently. It's simply a memory. Okay. Okay. I feel that you are very aware of her struggles with addiction in her lifetime. This is not something she was able to hide from you. It's not able something that she was keeping from you. Do you see? Yes. And she shows me you sitting beside her through periods of sobriety. I see her kind of on the wagon, off the wagon, on the wagon, off the wagon. Do you see? Yes because I know she's acknowledging the sense of having known in life. And I think also voiced in life that she herself is an addict. This is not something she was in denial about is what she shows to me. I feel, I know that I struggle. You understand that? Yes. And I feel that she's so, so grateful and so honored that you were, someone who walked through that fire with her because I see you never leaving. And I actually feel she talks about pushing you away at one point or trying to break up with you in multiple periods of time, trying to um, let you go. But I see you continuously saying, no, I'm going to stick this out. Do you understand that? Absolutely. There's so much gratitude and so much acknowledgement for that, for that work. And. But I, I, I failed her, that's what I did, but okay, go ahead. No, you didn't. She acknowledges that she had many more years in life because of you, but ultimately it's not your ability to choose or have greater leverage over her life than she had. It's not possible. And needs to free you from that. Um, I don't feel like it's been that 
long? Has it been about two and a half, three years since her passing? Do you see? Just a tad longer, but yeah. Okay. Um, Because it's not that long. She shows me you're still really in this space of grieving and wanting to take off your shoulders this feeling of guilt because she's watching you in a catch-22 loop of feeling responsible. And that's where she wants to say, it's not the truth. It's really not the truth. Okay. I'm acknowledging as well with her that she grows up in a space where she's um, very early on in her life has access to drugs. Like I think before she's even a full grown adult. Do you see that? Yes. And she's acknowledging that this is not something you could have changed because that that start, it starts so early on. I see her as as like a young a young woman, and she's not even a legal adult yet. And I and I see drugs in and around her, and there's a real feeling of them being really hard drugs and drugs that are. Um, well, she's she's kind of she's joking with me here. She and she's making me feel like she's tried it all. You see, yes, she's tried it all. But there are drugs that she encounters, I think, that are just so addictive. Um, and that pattern starts so early on in life that she makes me feel it's only because of you that she lives the fullness of life that she lives. And even though in your eyes it may be short and in other people's eyes it may be short, the very fact that she lives that many that many years and years of sobriety, years where she is clean, years in which she can experience life, that is fully because of you. So you did not fail at all. You give her periods of time and periods of life in which she can live it to the fullest. Yes. Um, do you see that she grew up in a household where kids are taking care of kids? Like, I feel like I don't have an adult to parent me. Absolutely. Um, she's also really shown me a lot of pride around this. Do you see that years after she kind of should have finished a degree or should have gone to college, there's the sense of like returning or trying to study something new? Do you see yes. this? Yes. Um, and she's so proud of having done that in life. You understand? Yeah. She would have never been able to accomplish that without your help. Yeah. It just feels big for her. Well, it was. It, she was very proud of it. So, yeah. Yeah. And she still is. She still is. Good. And do you see that that certificate, that diploma, you actually still have it framed? I actually, well, I do, but it's not up. Let's put it that way. Right. But do you see that it's one of the things you've decided to keep? Absolutely. Because it feels like out of her things, you're not going to part with that because it's one of the things she's most proud of. Yeah. Um, okay, show me, show me. All right, yeah. When she passes, she um, is acknowledging that you have a moment actually, and I feel that her spirit's already gone, but that you have a moment to hold her body. Do you understand that? Yes. And she just wants you to know that even though her spirit was not in the body, her spirit was right there and that she was with you and she was in your arms. And I feel that there's a moment in which you must have truly felt her spirit because she's she's acknowledging that you had that experience. Yeah, I do. Yes. Okay. And, and how much love she felt and that she comes to be with you that strongly all the time, but that she really needs you to know in that moment, she was also present, also present. Um, okay, let's see, yeah. Um, do you know if in life, if she uh, had lost a baby, do you see that she, she has a baby with her on the spirit side? Yes. And this feels really important for you to know that that child is with her, okay? Um, I actually feel that there are two babies on the spirit side. One that she would have wanted to have, but is 
a miscarriage, and then the other I feel is an unwanted child or an unwanted pregnancy. Yes, to both. Yeah. Um, from where she stands, she under she she understands now, kind of the 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 contract she had or the relationship that she had it was always. Um, not really intended for her but the child she really wanted there is a soul connection there and I feel that she must have felt it in life um, and she certainly has that spirit being with her now okay yes um, do you see in life she's often changing up her hair or changing up her hairstyles? you see this yes because I feel like I got wacky hair all of a sudden <laughs> um, um. She loved her hair, yes. She was oh, yeah. like a lion's mane for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've got I got big hair, you know. Um and it's and it's uh and she's just she's fiery in nature. I just don't really like her. She's fiery mm. in nature. She was, yeah. And um do you see also that there's a love that the two of you have for like rock concerts or like I don't know. I want to go to like a mosh pit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's just fun memories that she makes me feel of like mosh pits. It was a lot. Of, yeah. Loud music, good music, turn yeah. it up. Festival type stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, a, and a, a mutual love for that. There's a younger man who's living that she kind of took underneath her wing or kind he's, He's, um, I don't think he's a son to her um, or to you, but there's kind of this younger, slightly younger, not even that much younger, but she talks about taking somebody under her wing and you under your wing as well. Do, do you see this? There, there was, yes. And, he's, and he's also in spirit. Do you see that? Yes, that's what I was going to say, yes. Because I, she talks about this younger man that she wants you to know is also with her. And I feel he would have struggled in ways she struggled. Yes. And that there's also addiction there and that she'd really tried to help. I yeah. also feel that there must have been a moment where he, like, it's almost like you guys can't find him or you're looking for him or it just kind of disappears for a bit. Do you see that? That was him, Yes. He also checks in on you from time to time. <laughs> There's the sense of um, you also helping him out and, and being generous. Yeah. Yeah. That um, was a kind of let go wayside. Yeah. Try harder. No, no. Again, there's the feeling of you, you helped more than you know. And there is no such thing as this having changed in trajectory. There <laughs> of them it, it's not possible um he's acknowledging someone it feels like by the name of uh bobby do you see that at all yeah they were uh, uh a gay couple i guess you know i don't know how you explain yeah, it yeah yeah that's fine but his his partner was bobby yes yeah yeah he's, he's going on about bobby um Should actually, i want to i want to <laughs> say uh gregory that I don't think Bobby's in spirit. I think Bobby's in life. Um, you certainly don't have to uh, reach out. I don't feel that. But um, if you want to, I think it would be very, he'd be very receptive. I don't think Bobby actually struggled with the same addictions no. as his partner. No. So he was in a similar space with you and your wife where he was the sober one. You understand? Yeah. And I actually feel Bobby is living and if you needed support with someone who kind of knows and knew your wife and had the same struggles I actually feel that Bobby would be someone who is available for that should it come around yeah I talked to him shortly after he passed but yeah after that just lost contact yeah that's okay and you don't have to reach out if it doesn't feel right but if it does no. it looks like it would be met with open arms that's my feeling I think I will after this call. So. Oh, good. They're bringing up your mom. And um, I've got a lady here who steps in here on my left-hand side. Um, 
who wants to join in here as well. So just give me one second. I think this is your mom then. Uh, I like your mom. Mm. Yeah. Do you see you're quite good with um, fixing things, building things, doing with your hands? Do you see that? At one point, yes. <laughs> That's but she, but your mum would remember you as someone who's really handy in that way. Do you see that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And she's wanting to remind you of it almost um, like at the moment, you've not been able to find many things that bring you joy or that make you kind of forget about some of the hardships of life. And there's something about you working with your hands and getting your hands dirty in that way that feels really good for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Get like your that's your meditation. Do you know, rather than you sitting down to meditate? Yes. Which I don't, but yes, that's what I do. Good. Um, she needs you to do more of it. <laughs> I know I need to do more of it. Yes. She's seeing you leading people. Do you see that? Yes. And she's just really proud of you. <laughs> because you've created something from nothing. Um, and I feel that there's actually quite a number of people that, that you support, so to speak, by giving them work and by um, building them up. Yes. And she wants you to know that she watches and looks at the people that work for you and how much respect they have for you. And you are a really people-oriented leader and she's so, so, so proud. Yeah. Uh, sometimes yeah, you get a, a thank you every now and then, and that means so much. But I don't do it for that. Yeah, she knows that, but she's she's wanting to she's so she's so sweet. She's like, look at my boy, his heart's in the right place, you know? And she just sees that you are appreciated, and even if you don't hear it all the time, she she does watch what you've created and sees that it's done with, with heart. It's yeah. really meaningful. Yeah. I hope you don't see me cry. I don't know. No, it's all good. Um, tears are good. They're a good thing. They are. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, you see your mom was very specific about where she wanted to be laid to rest. Do you see this? Very specific. Yes very like this is where it's gonna be yeah um and she makes me feel like it's that is where she ended up being she's happy with that um and i feel however that that resting place is quite far from you or you've not been able to go very often do you see yes that's absolutely and it looks like she's acknowledging that that's bothered you or that you've often thought I really should be over there, you know? Yes. Um, but she's wanting to acknowledge that she's really not there. Uh, and she comes and hangs around you and you don't need to go to a place in order <laughs> to connect with her. Okay. Um, uh, you have a sister as well, you see? Yes. Because <laughs> um, she's acknowledging your sister. And um, <sighs> and then do you see that someone in the family lost a young girl, like, um, I don't know, under the age of eight, nine? Sure. This? Yep. She's got a young girl with her as well. It's her. I, I want to say their names because... That's who they are. Yeah, yeah. And um, it feels like this this young girl, um, yeah, she's quite young, you know? And, and, and I feel that when she passes, she knows you, you've, you've got memories of her, like this is um, a sibling you would have gotten to know. You understand that? Absolutely. She's okay. She's been watching you for many, many, many years. Um, I know that she greets your mom when your mom crosses over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, because your mom is so overjoyed to see her when she crosses. 
um, it feels so, so important, so meaningful. Um, oh, and your sister was named after um, someone else who's crossed, yes? She shares a name. Mm. There, um, is, it, is it her middle name that's um, passed down from a grandmother? It, yes. Yeah, because that woman is there as well. Wow, I, I know a lot of spirits, believe it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they've been excited to connect here. They've been excited to connect. Um, but they're all around you. And I feel what they're also needing you to know is that when your wife passes, she's not alone in any way. There are so many people who are gathered on the other side to help her cross and to make this an easy experience that's painless and that she's greeted just like anyone else is greeted, that just because it's a decision on her end doesn't mean that she doesn't get met with so much love. And that love is, is, is there in the shape of her friend who helps her cross, but also your little sister and people she may have never even met. But because you have love for her, all those that love you show up as well. That's, thank you. Is there any questions that you have for, for any one of them? All these women, you've got so many powerful women here and they, they really all adore you, but um, they're all still here. So you can really ask a question of any one of them. Well, I, I guess for my sister, um, I hope it, it wasn't painful yeah, well, I don't think so, but let me ask her here. Okay. Um, the way she presents it to me is that her physical body actually goes into immediate shock. Um, and I feel the spirit leaves right away. Um, I, I do feel that there's um, a really intense uh, uh, impact to her body. Like, I feel like the body gets hit do you see that she's hit by a car yeah yeah and yet the body goes immediately into shock and her spirit leaves <laughs> right away is my feeling um so she doesn't have or hold memory of it being painful she doesn't have that experience because she knows she's gonna go um <laughs> She was the first death I experienced as a kid. <laughs> she's okay, and she's with my mom, so that's good. That's yeah, good. she is. She's a sweetheart. She is fine and good and happy, and she makes me feel that the two of you actually got along quite well in life, and she's always yeah. liked sticking close to you. She was a good kid. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you have other questions for them? Is it okay if I say their name? Because, uh, you know. I, yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's okay. Yeah. It's just, you know, when Tammy passed, um, I found uh, my new wife. And uh, um, I just feel that I'm so tied to Tammy that I can't Pauline my whole heart, my body, my whole soul, because it's still over here. And yeah. um, I always am thinking, Tammy, Tammy, Tammy. And I need to kind of, even though I'm sure she's happy that I'm found someone else. Yeah, I just, I can't get past her. That's the thing. It's yeah. like, it was so much of my life. It really was. Right. Well, and I wonder, maybe that's not the goal. I feel that you've got a big heart and it's big enough to love more than one person. Okay. Yeah, I like yeah. to think that. Yeah, it feels really big to me. Yeah, well, that's what I and, hear. And if I feel into 
Tammy on the other side, she's really happy that you've found someone here in the world to share your life with. Okay. Yeah, that helps. I'm tired of people dying. That's all. I'm just tired. Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. I just I wish people would live forever. That's all. Yeah. yeah, I think many people feel that way, but in some ways they do live forever. Um, they've certainly not left you. I think they really want you to know that. If it if it helps at all, I do feel that you will see them again. I, I really feel that. Is there anything else that I can answer for you? Um, and also keep in mind, we'll chat again after. And if you have any questions about how it works or what it is, you can ask me that next time after you sit with this for a little while. Um, but if there's anything you want to get some clarity on from the spirit side, then we can certainly uh, uh, do that if you've got anything left. Just give them my best. I love them. I, I just went through a whole bunch of surgeries. And um, at one point, they were all there. I saw them, everybody. I mean, mom, dad, sisters, brothers, they were they were there. And... Um, I don't know. It, it almost seemed like they wanted me to come. And mm. then I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I don't think it's your time yet, to be honest. I think you got some more work to do here. D did they work on your, um, on your uh, bones? They keep talking about bones. Yeah. Got um, in your spine? Is that what you were? 14 screws in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you're supposed to be here for a little while more. <laughs> and yeah. I will be waiting when it is your turn, but I don't think it's I don't think it's just yet. Thank you so much for sharing them all with me. They're they're lovely, they're wonderful. Um I really appreciate your time and getting to meet them. Oh, I I appreciate you for doing this for me and 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 for all the others, you know, I watch and listen to your podcast and everything else and it's just it's amazing what you do and i'm so thankful that i found you and i am extremely thankful and appreciative that you were able to do this for me today. i i thank you and, and oh, you're so welcome thank you thank you for your kind words it really means a lot welcome all right so um I will connect with you again, and uh, in the meantime, I hope you have a, a really great couple of, couple of weeks. Thank you. It's been a while since I've seen Greg, and when I did the reading, it really, it was really heartbreaking. You know, I, I really felt like Greg was holding so much responsibility on his shoulders. And I hope that he's found some way to take just one step forward. You know, I think uh, readings don't always have to be the whole thing. It can just look like one little shift. So I hope he got that. And I'm curious to hear how he's doing today. Hey, Greg. Hey. <laughs> hey. How are you doing? Good. Busy. <clears throat> yeah, busy. And, How have you been? Uh, really appreciated that reading from, it's been a little while, but yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Good. Has it shifted anything for you? <sighs> um, I think it kind of helped, but like now I really feel like I need to get maybe outside help or something, mm. you know, yeah. that's yeah. like something's blocking, I think. Got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. That makes sense. Right. Were you maybe not ready for that prior or has this been something that is a new realization? Um, I didn't think I ever needed it um my work asked me to do something so i did um 
because I didn't think I was different, but they seemed to think I was. And uh, I I tried it for a few months, and it, it didn't seem to help me much, in my opinion. But now, after that reading, I think I should probably go see somebody. Yeah. I want to acknowledge as much as we would love a quick fix. It never really works that way. You know, I also think so much of healing is done in community. I I like to think I'm a small part of it. And then hopefully you also find other people who can help and champion you along the way and really help you build that sense of connection to yourself, connection to the other side. It's amazing to me that you are stepping into therapy again. I mean, it's so courageous. It's a hard thing to do. It's vulnerable. It's big. It's emotional. It's huge. I haven't yet, but I think that's where I need to go. So yes, it it is going to happen. Um, Like I I said earlier, um, you know, my wife passed and then I found somebody else, but I can't give her the same emotion that I had with my wife. Mm -hmm. And I feel that's not doing her any favors, I guess. And, and it just seems like every time we get to that point, something goes in my head that, uh, and I'm almost, you know, it seems weird, but I, I almost think my wife is coming in and, not letting me um, mm. have that intimacy that right. um, I like, and I'm sure she would like. Right, of course. So, um, of course. But yeah, that's why I wanted to kind of put Tammy aside. Yeah. And and focus more on Pauline, who's yeah, of course. my current wife. Of course. Did the did the connection to Tammy give you any any kind of solace around what happened and how it happened? Yeah, it did. Um, in all my years, I always kind of took care of her, yeah. and um, I just felt that everything that was going on, I couldn't stop, right, and I couldn't fix it. And I feel I dropped the ball and failed her. So um, I think that's still there always. You know, there's always that thought that if I had done this or tried something else, I always think, my goodness, why didn't you fight harder? So that's my that's my. That's a normal mental process, I think, as a as a human being. Did it help at all to hear it directly from her? Yes, it did. Um, it, it seems like things like this have happened for me throughout my life. Um, started with my little sister. Uh, when we were children, I feel responsible for her death uh, by telling her to cross the street. And she got hit by a car. And um, that was my first real touch with death. I do have so many family members that have gone the other side. And and I always wonder why I'm still here. Um, That's my biggest wonder. And I'm pretty sure they're all hanging. If they're not hanging together, at least no each other over there yeah Um, that's there's just those in my opinion failures that Mm -hmm. i have to get past i but you know i i i don't know i i hope someday i can that's all yeah what did you expect in terms of the connection and how was that experience for you i really want them to know I tried and I really wanted them to say, go on, just move along and, and we'll be here. But 
Mm-hmm. Were and not. they did. Yeah, and they did. And they yeah. did. And that's that's what I wanted to hear. Yeah. And so that's why I'm saying I, I I don't know that I was expecting anything more than knowing that they're there um, yeah. as far as kind of absolving me of things. I don't I, I know that's what they said. But to me, I still feel like I, it, it didn't lift my heart yeah. to hear yeah. that. Well, I think maybe the next step is then absolving yourself. Yes. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I gotta. I gotta do it for myself. But yeah, hearing them, uh, Beverly, Tammy, Gwen, you know, just hearing them, knowing that they felt I did all I could, or, or you know, I, I wasn't at fault. Um, I've heard that all my life. But it doesn't sink in. Yeah, hearing That's it. hearing it from them though that does help. Mm-hmm. Does it help you at all to know that they are that they are there? Did you have a spiritual connection with them prior? What did that feel like for you? Does it feel stronger? Um, since since the reading, I've had more dreams. Mm. Um. And in fact, there was one just last night, like I see him and uh, I hadn't seen him in a long time. Uh, once in a like months or even years for seeing them in a dream. And uh, since that reading, I've seen them all again Um and so that's How wonderful. Yeah, when you're not seeing them for years and and then all of a sudden in a month or two time, you see them all and some of them a couple of times. That tells me that they're there, I think. Beautiful. Yeah. More, wonderful. more than maybe they were prior. And every one of those dreams are like, wow, they're like real. You know, it's, it's, I know it's a dream. feels a little different, no, than when it's just a normal dream. You carry it into your day. You can recall it so easily. feels like it's, boom, it's right there. Yeah. And it really, they, they feel like real. And I, I, and and I don't want it to end, but it does end. But man, it's not like another dream. It's not like just dreaming, dreaming. It's like they're there. I know they're there. And mm. that that gives me a little push that day. It's know? wonderful. But wonderful. I wish I could sleep all day then, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they're there in your waking days too. Maybe you just don't see it. Yeah. yeah. You, know, you, you don't see it because they're there. Absolutely there. Is and you know, and I wanted to come back to the sense of these heavy experiences that you've had in your life and also the heavy experience of being partnered with someone who is actively struggling with addiction. I, I really feel for you in this situation. I myself have been with someone and dated someone for a long period of time who also struggled. And while I'm not in that person's life anymore and while they survived and very happy, for this. I know how hard it is. It's so hard. And it does feel like an unsurmountable challenge. And it, so I empathize. I'm sorry for your experience um, too. But yeah. In a way, I, of course, yes, I am sorry of, of really having to watch somebody like this suffer, but I also have to say it made me a much more compassionate person in a lot of ways. And I, I have deep empathy for that struggle. It's not an easy, uh, let me just quit. You know, it's, it's hard. And what I have always found to be really peace giving is anytime I connect with someone on the other side who's battled addiction, that addiction does not follow them ever. It's like total release. And that for me give so much peace knowing that there are people that I love so much in the world who haven't found the peace yet. And if they find it in this lifetime, 
fantastic. I hope that that will happen. But if not, healing doesn't just have to happen in this lifetime. It can also happen when we cross over. Mm. You know, like I think our society has this idea that if we didn't do it in life, we failed or that death is the worst thing that could happen to you. But that's a perspective that we hold as a physical human. But life continues. So when we're no longer on the physical, there's a continuation. So it's not an ending. There is a healing. There's transformation. And I personally have found this to be very peace-giving, to be able to see and feel and witness really the larger trajectory of that. So I wanted to share it with you as well. Thank you. And, and I don't know if I've ever thought of it like that. So... That's uh, a good perspective on life and yeah. and after. So, yeah. yeah. Thank you. That was okay, cool. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes of all time, maybe you'll like it as well, because um, it's, it's just so special. It's by this uh, American guru named Ramdas who passed a few years ago. And his quote is, death is taking off a tight shoe. Mm, kind of and relief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, these shoes don't feel good. Let me take them off, you know? And I've always loved that. Because everybody knows what that feels like. Everybody knows the relief of that. (laughs) Long day at work. Oof, feels so good. Put that right, right, so simply. And wow, it's, that's a visual and and definitely you felt it before. So yeah, Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. I want to share it with you as well. Yeah. Since our since our reading together, since our time together, have there been any other questions that, that have come up for you around spirituality or around the spirit world or anything at all? What has been the arising questions or thoughts? Not really, other than um, I, I'm, I've never felt that I was open to um seeing spirits in like how you do you know mm-hmm. and and i keep hearing that everybody is but and with all the people in my life that have passed i would think wow greg you you should be able to see and talk to them at any time but but i don't i guess that would be my only thing i know you always say everybody has you know a little and you got to work at it but I just think mine is pounded down from all this other stuff. At least that you know, that's my interpretation of it. Is just there's been so much death, not tragedy, but just sadness in my life that it's it's pounded it down for me. So you know, um, I just like. I try not to talk about them because when I talk about them, then I get sad and I get emotional, but hearing, you know, when, when you've brought them forth, that was good to hear. And I did get very emotional in that reading because the stuff was like, wow, you know, how did, how do you hear or, read or see or whatever it is that you do (laughs) hear that um so yeah it was it was very powerful and that's the only thing is i'm just wondering if there was a way that i could not do what you do but kind of take in some of what you see hear feel whatever Uh, that would be my only question yeah Yeah. Well, I think for these spiritual abilities to rise up to the surface, we need two things. One, we need a moment where the rational mind isn't so busy. So there has to be something that you can do that disengages your rational thinking mind. Of course, traditionally, we think of that as meditation, but it doesn't have to be. It can be any moment where you are also in repetitive activity. So some people find that they are most connected to their own intuition, to spirit, when they're driving a car, for example, Mm -hmm. because it's almost like a trance-like thing. Some people, the shower, some people washing dishes. So my first question would be for you, have you ever had these kind of flashes of insights or almost like an intuitive moment just about life, not 
about spirit people, but just about life. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, I, I yeah. could say it has. Yes. Okay. And then I would ask you then to go back to those moments and say, when did it happen? What was I doing? So can you think of an example right now, possibly where you would think? Sure. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's just listening to music for me. Fantastic. Um, and I do a lot of that in the car. And Great. so, yes, there has been times in the car that just like, you know, something you were having trouble figuring out just, just comes to you. Next time you're in that space, simply invite your spirit people on that journey. So just an invitation, just say, Hey, maybe I'll feel you. Maybe I won't. No pressure, no expectations on myself, but I'm setting the intention and I'm inviting you along from a happy place. All right. And I'm going to turn the music on and I'm going to go to my happy place. And if you want to come into that happy place, here we go. The thing about mediumship and connecting to spirit is oftentimes we try to connect to them when we're really sad right? Because it's really hard to have that disconnect, but they exist in a very happy space. So it's actually easier for us to connect with them when we ourselves are in a happy space. It's a little backwards and it's a little annoying because of course we often want this sense of closeness when we are in grief and they are there, but the jump between where our energy is versus where their energy is, is almost too big. It's like, we don't feel them in that moment. So the next time you are on the road and you're in your happy space, like really on a high, you know, on a moment where you're feeling really good, invite them along and say, enjoy this moment with me. Try that out. Yeah. I will. And then yeah. the second part of the spirit connection or intuition is embodiment. And the practice of embodiment is feeling our feelings in our body, which is what you're going to go do in therapy. <laughs> and that is a winning combination. Because I think the ultimate reality of it is we are spirit beings, of course, but we live in a physical body. We can't escape this body in this lifetime until the very end. So all connection to our loved ones happens with our body as well. And it's often through these really subtle emotional shifts and these really subtle little energy changes that when we're not expressing emotion and it's all bottled up and it's not moving and we don't even feel it anymore because we're kind of numb, then we can't feel the subtle stuff either. Makes sense. Yeah. Very it's a two-part smart. deal. Oh, well, I got you. you. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a book about it and everything, Greg. <laughs> oh, well, then, then I think yeah. I need to find that book. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll send That's... it to you. I'll get you a copy. Then, yeah. But it's a two-part deal. You know, it's a two-part deal. It's one, can we get the rational mind to stop talking, talking, talking? And that's going to be unique for you. That for you is going to be music in a car, on a highway, having a good time. And then number two, the more you get into your body, the more you move those emotions, the more you get into the nitty gritty, scary places, which takes a lot of courage. And I'm so proud of you for going and doing that next step. That's huge. It's the most courageous thing anyone can do. I think it's the scariest, you know, and that's. I hope not, but maybe. Well, it's scary because you haven't been doing it. If it wasn't yeah, scary, you would have already done it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's only scary because it's unknown. It's not scary once you start, I think. It's relieving once you start. Yeah. But it's a two-part deal, and I, and I feel like you're going to be able to do that, and you're going to be able to feel that connection. And I want to maybe shift the belief system that you have that you can only connect to them through sadness to something of we can connect to each other through happiness as well. That would be awesome. That yeah. would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think it's possible. I know it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like yeah, <laughs> you're way more confident. So, yeah. <laughs> way more confident. Yes. I work with tougher cookies than you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's possible. I promise. It's you ultimately have all the pieces that you need in order to make that connection. You have a spirit body. They have a spirit body. You're working with the same stuff. Makes sense. Yeah. You're working with the same stuff. So you can do it. Uh, I'm going to do it. That's what I'm going to do. You, you, you're on 
a path of transformation. I can feel it. And it's really, uh, it's really incredible to get to watch even this little bit. I think it's going to be really, really, uh, incredibly inspiring to other people as well. Yeah. I have one more question for you. Sure. I remember in the reading, one of my favorite moments was when your, when your wife came through and brought her cousin, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Skipper Lowell. Yeah. And he brought up Bobby. And I was wondering if you'd had the chance to, to reach out. Yeah. Um, I've gone through everything and uh, could not find his number. But I did speak to somebody, and they said they would reach out to him and give him my number. So, yeah, I, I lost his number. It's been decades. Yeah. Oh, you're incredible for doing that. The numbers I had were no good anymore. Yeah, of course. Well, if it if it needs to happen, it'll happen. And oh, um, I, I will I'm make sure it will. If I, have, <laughs> yeah. I get on a plane and fly to Chicago, I will. So, yeah. Oh, that's incredible. You are just a man with a lot of heart. And I want to thank you for sharing your story and I want to share and for sharing your time. And, uh, you've definitely touched my heart. So well, I want to say thank I, you for that too. You're in mine. That's just no, uh, I'm forever in your gratitude. Uh, same. Absolutely. Same. It's my pleasure and privilege and getting to connect to all your amazing people was a joy. You got a good good group up there. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for talking with them. Oh, yes, of course. My my pleasure. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I will. Uh, and I feel a lot smarter right now. Thank you. It's everything you already know, but maybe you just needed to be reminded of. Just needed a point. I got it now. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. All right, can't wait to see how it all goes. Thank you so right. much. Yeah, you're welcome. You take care. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And thank you. Thank you for listening with an open heart. Thank you for hearing these stories. We heal in community. Thank you for being part of this one. If you yourself would like to open up your spiritual gifts, because we all have them, I run mentorship courses about every month or two, and you can find all information on my website, mediumflare.com. I also have a book out called Moving Beyond. You can also find information on where to purchase on my website. And there's an audiobook if you like this voice of mine. Thanks again for being here. If you feel called to leave a review, it means everything. This podcast is completely free of cost for all participants. And it is such a help when we get a review. So thank you in advance. Thank you for being here and see you next time. Thank you for listening to Moving Beyond, the podcast. If you haven't yet left us a rating or a review, we would greatly appreciate it as it helps new listeners to find the show. Moving Beyond is an independent podcast produced by Fleur LeSink and Elizabeth Mihalich, with additional support from the team at 2020 Intuition, Heloise, Teresa, and Madalena. Original music composed and produced by Lucas Tuttle. To learn more about Medium Fleur and her book, Moving Beyond, that teaches you how to access your intuition, psychic ability, and spirit connection, please visit www.mediumfleur.com. The link is in the show notes. If you're interested in being on a future episode of Moving Beyond, please send Elizabeth an email at podcasts at mediumfleur.com. P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at M-E-D-I-U-M-F-L-E-U-R dot com. We would like to thank everyone who has shared their loved ones, their stories, and their heartbreak with us, making this podcast possible. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.